Welcome to the Honorable Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's front porch over 50 years ago while his kids are running around. Why the front porch? It's a strange place to start a business. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. Very smart woman. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. We have a snowplow webinar coming up on Tuesday, August the 2nd at 10 o'clock. I know it's strange to be thinking about snow in the summer. However, this is the time that a lot of folks like to shop around. So be sure to register at toscano.com forward slash webinars. On today's episode, we're talking about dealing with unreasonable requests, whether that's in your professional life or your personal life. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Good morning, Dana. How are you? Great, Nicole. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. It's been a while. Like, you know, it's been such a crazy summer so far. You were away. I'm going away in just a couple hours and can't wait to hit the beach for a few days. Girls trip with kids, but still girls trip. It'll be good. Sounds sounds wonderful. I'm jealous, Mm -hmm. even though I was away. I was going to say, you're in Florida for a week. Like, (laughs) I'm going for three days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And hopefully I'll get to see you next week, though. Oh, yes, you will. I will be there actually Thursday. Thursday. So um, I'm coming out Thursday and then you're stuck with me all weekend, woman. So sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm excited. So yeah. I can't believe it's going to be August. That's the thing. So. I know for sure. So we have a really good topic to talk about today. I want to jump right into it. We're talking about how to deal with unreasonable requests. And we've all experienced this professionally and personally. And there actually is a good way. There's good coping strategies. There's good ways to work through these requests. Now, if anybody knows the show, everybody loves Raymond. Everybody knows that Marie, the mother-in-law, is constantly providing um, unreasonable requests. Yeah, all of the time, you know, to poor Deborah. And I was watching a rerun last night, and I'm sorry. I love this show. Like, this is my – it's either The Office or Everybody Loves Raymond for me most nights just to turn my brain off, and I need to laugh. Last night she was writing – Marie was writing a Christmas letter to (laughs) her family saying what's going on with the family and everything. And in the letter, which Deborah found as she was writing, she was saying, you know, how – Deborah's starting to learn how to cook and, you know, actually can provide edible meals for the children. And she's going into all of these things, which is just so degrading and terrible. Just making Deborah sound like this awful person who can't manage to like zip or fly. And, you know, she's like, you can't send this letter, Marie. And she's like, well, why not? She goes, well, it's not true. And she goes, well, some of it isn't, but it still makes me sound really good. <laughs> there it is and that's why that happens but oh my gosh (laughs) that show is hilarious oh my gosh but it's the classic example of unreasonable requests exactly and unfortunately a lot of us deal with it we do right within the family within our work and oh my goodness that's hilarious but that's the prime example she's always unsolicited advice too Right. How to raise your kids, how to clean your house, how to cook, you know, like, oh my gosh. So on the personal level, most of us have mother-in-laws or somebody in the family that does this. Do you have a personal example to share, Dana, without saying names? Personal. (laughs) I mean, I I, I guess, I I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I got to be honest off the top of my head, personal. I know I had some crazy things growing up, but I can't 
I guess, yeah, I guess I do. My, yeah, I, I do. Now that I'm really digging deep, <laughs> I will tell you my, so my, I, I'm just going to tell you who it was. My, it was my mom's mom. She, she was just, she could be very difficult at times. And I remember my mom worked her tail off to get back to school whenever we were kids now, but she always went part-time. It literally mm-hmm. took her 10 years, wow. 10 years part-time to get her bachelor's and her master's. That's dedication. Right. But in that same thing, she could balance her time between work. Yeah. And and so anyway, I tell you all this because we were kind of younger when she started and things like that. And I remember her mother would come over and and start scolding me about not cooking dinners and things like that. And I'm just like, I don't even know how to make mac and cheese yet. Like, I don't know know how how you expect me to make food, you know? So I just took it with a grain of salt because I I, I knew how she could be. Yeah. So I, and again, I always go back to like, now looking back like oh geez that was ridiculous (laughs) you know and I you know I think I remember telling my mom I'm like I want to help you but I don't know how to she never asked for that you know my mom Mm -hmm. never expected that so yes how about you Nicole (laughs) oh my gosh on the personal side I you know I don't want to say names but you know there's a certain person in my life that has a very strong opinion as to um, how I should have been in the raising of a child and um, really just needed to back off and like, okay, so I'm big on chores. Kids need structure. Kids need responsibility. Kids need chores. Okay. So this is my stepson. I'm just going to say it. So this is my stepson. Um, and when we first got together, you know, he was a teenager, like 14, a great age to enter into a new relationship, <laughs> by the way. But, um, you know, I had chores set out. I'm like, okay, this kid needs to start to do something. We all need to work together, this, that, and the other thing. And he liked to be able to go stay with his grandparents, you know, when he can on the weekends, you know, they're really strong bond there, which is totally fine. Okay. So I gave him chores. You have to, you know, empty the dishwasher, vacuum your room and take the trash down before you can go. This was the things you had to do on a Friday. Well, he's getting ready to dash out the door after school to go hide at his parent or grandparents' house for the weekend. Fine. Whatever. Okay. Did you complete this, that, and the other thing? And he's like, no, I'll do it when I come back. I said, no, you have to do it now or you can't go. Like, and I am a consistent parent. If I am anything, I am consistent. Well, he pitches a fit and my not, well, my mother-in-law now, she wasn't at the time, feels the need to call me and tell me that I'm being too hard on him and giving him too much work to do. And I said, well, this is our house. These are our rules. And he can't come out to play until his chores are done. That did not win me any brownie points, by the way. But <laughs> my house, my rules, you are like stepping in where you shouldn't and being unreasonable. Like this is not, the kid had to do three things. At the time, Sophie was very little and ran circles around this kid in the chores that she did. And I don't believe in child labor. Like I don't have these kids doing oh ridiculous gosh, things. No. Like you have chores that are appropriate for your age and abilities. Like, you know, Sophie's right. chores were very different. She couldn't even push a vacuum cleaner at that point in time. But, you know, she could help to load the dishwasher or she could clear the table after supper or, you know, pack her snack for school the next day, whatever it may be. So, yeah, 
quite unreasonable, not a good moment. <laughs> <laughs> See, it sticks with you though. You're like, oh, geez. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm going, shoot, I have all these professional ones. I don't have a personal one. And I'm like, oh, no, I do. See, I didn't really have one either until you dig d- deep and you're like, oh, no, it, it's there. <laughs> it's Ooh, definitely there. Yes. And oh. thankfully, you know, he's much older now, coming up on 21, and he knows how to cook, clean, and do his own laundry because yeah. I made him do his own wash too. And she thought that was ridiculous that I needed to iron his jeans. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, there's a line. <laughs> okay, come on. I use the steam setting in my dryer or I take it to the dry cleaning. I am not sorry. That's my style too, my friend. You're not allowed. <laughs> You're not there's allowed. a lot of things I can do. That is just not one of them. No, right. No. Right. But anyways, we all come across unreasonable requests and it's really how we react to them. There is actually a process we should do and I know when it comes to something that happens in our professional world and it's an unreasonable Mm -hmm. request, you're not going to talk to that person like I talked to my almost mother-in-law at the time, like not happening. I was on the defense. I'm like, lady, my house, my rules, back off. Like not in those exact words, but there definitely was a tood behind it. Um, You're not (laughs) going to do that with a customer or your boss or the owner of the company. You know, like if you do get a request that's unreasonable from somebody in the professional world, we step back. We think a little bit most of the time before we react and respond. Sometimes we don't and we get in a little trouble, but um there are coping strategies. So if this happens professionally or personally, these are really good things to go through. It's going to be easier if you assess the relationship. You, If you're super close to this person, it's going to be a little bit easier to be candid with them and just be like, hey, what the heck? This is not okay. Versus someone you're not close to, you may bend and like, accept that unreasonable request because you're not close enough with them to stand up for yourself. Sometimes, Dana, like, oh, this, this, for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I mean, because it's an intimidation factor, too, I guess, mm. in a way. It, yeah. It, especially if it's a higher up or something, you feel like mm-hmm. you have to prove yourself, but you're too afraid to say, I don't know that I can meet that demand, you know? So, but yeah, you're right. You have to assess the relationship and the closer you are, You'd hope that other person would know it too. But then there's some people in your life that want to push you. So there's a fine yes. line, you know what I mean? True. Doing the boundaries. Mm-hmm. And if you do know them, to be honest with them and say, I am going to do my best. I hope to have that. And, you know, just talk it out. And, right. You know, but it's harder though. And it's someone that you don't really know and you really are trying to prove yourself or you want to see if you can do it. The scary part is what happens if you don't if it doesn't get done or right don't meet that expectation right that's scary it really is it's an awkward position to be in it's easier if it's somebody that doesn't have power you don't know a request off the street from someone yeah no sorry dude like I have no connection with you I have no you know responsibility to you you want to meet with me tomorrow I'm jam-packed it's gonna have to be next week these are my dates that are available now if the owner of the company comes to you and says I want to meet with you tomorrow to talk about this you're most likely going to arrange your schedule to meet with that person, you know, like that's, Mm -hmm. that's what it comes down to. So assessing that relationship is really important. The power dynamic is important, like you said, but the next thing that you can do is to ask questions instead of being like, no, I'm not going to do this or yes, I'll absolutely do it. Ask open up, open-ended questions. What are they actually trying to do? What is their actual request? And 
a good example of this is like a customer saying, I'm going to move all of my policies today if you don't get my price down by $250. Well, that's an unreasonable request because we can't just instantly snap our fingers and get it down to $250. So open-ended questions, has something happened? You know, is something changing? Do you have a financial change? Like things like that, we could offer maybe a payment plan instead until we can get something changed here, this, that, and the other thing. Or to back that up, building awareness. Okay, you think that you can do X, Y, Z. The reality of what this request is going to take is actually this, that, and the other. And I can't do that in 24 hours. I need a week or I need this. So, you know, finding out why the request is occurring, what is the pain point that made this happen, and then raise awareness so they understand why they are being unreasonable. Do you have an example to share professionally, Dana? Hmm. Oh, she is rolling her eyes, guys. Hmm. Just so you know, I wish you could see her facial expression right now. I love it. No, I mean, we've talked many times before. Like we we had agencies that prided on uh, pride, prided <laughs> that we're very, uh, we, we really like to do and push for reviews with customers. And we talk mm. about this a lot of times. And we also took it as an opportunity when people called us, because it's a lot easier when they call you to ask for something or to revisit that because they need something and hey this would be a great time to review things so that happened a lot in our office we tried to take advantage obviously if they called us every other week we're not going to ask them every right of course a lot of times people don't call in that much so when they did we try to take advantage well we had a one client was a woman and it happened multiple times and every so often she might complain here or there, but then we'd say, okay, well, we'd love to review your account. It's been, it looks like it's been a little bit. And I remember we made a, a vehicle change too, <clears throat> excuse me. And I remember making the change and making a comment about, I noticed you don't have rental car coverage. Let me tell you the importance. It's not that expensive. Here's well, how mm-hmm. much is it? Of course. No, it's barely anything. And I give her the rate. No, 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 no. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. So again, document, document, document. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fast forward, a claim comes and she's out of car and it's going to take a while. Parts are hard to find, blah, blah, blah. And of course it happens when I'm alone in the office, actually one coworker with him, but the, the principal, everyone's gone. And I'm oh, God. And she calls in in a fit of rage. I oh, mean, God. rage, unbelievable. It was, it didn't even make sense. Oh my God. <laughs> it didn't even make sense. She was so angry and we are paying for this bill. The agent's paying for this rental bill, whether he likes it or not. I, I need this protection. I can't afford this. It was over the top. Oh, talk about having to listen to her. Um, and I tried to politely explain to her, I'm really sorry, but I do know I I had to finally get to a point and tell her, you know, we, we offered this, like, we tried to meet with you. You won't, you know, we we did everything because she was getting unreasonable. She even challenged my education. It got nasty. I mean, she was not a very nice person (laughs) at all. And I, I finally had to end the conversation and said, Hey, I'm sorry. I don't deserve to be spoken to this way. We did the best we could and the owner will be back next week. I will have him reach out to you at that point. Cause I, I mean, it's not like I right. paid the bills and I could, I'm not paying your rental bill. You don't have the coverage, you know? So that's how that's an extreme case, but I, right. I know for a fact, I had talked to her multiple times over the years. I'd been there and asked her multiple times about reviews and changing cars and offering the different coverages. I knew that could come in handy. 
So anyway, that that's my big crazy eye roll because of how nasty yeah. those types of confrontations are. You don't forget those very. You don't. And I just had a recent one too, and I will not name names, but we had a client that had an overdue bill, a very large overdue bill, you know, mm-hmm. six, uh, five digits. And um, it was not, when I have to make those calls, they're not well-received. And, you know, you could lose your contract with us and be able to work with us because we need to, you know, collect and send it to collections if you aren't going to pay it. And um, this person wanted me to waive the bill, not terminate them and remarket it for them as well when they owed us five digits. <laughs> hey, can you do me a bunch of favors when I owe yes, you? Yes, seriously. Money, While being Those extremely rude to me, like extremely oh. rude on top of oh, it. And I'm okay. just like, that makes sense. I got the, how dare you call me and ask me for this? Like, well, oh my God. You owe us this. <laughs> you know, you didn't do what you're supposed to do on your end. It was so unreasonable. It's like laughable now. It was not laughable in the moment, but I'm just like, sometimes you wonder with these requests for people, what planet are you on? Right. I know. I I, I mean, I I genuinely do think like what else is going on? Because this is so over the top that it doesn't even make sense. Like I, and then when they're at some points when they're screaming and yelling so badly, you just, I just hunker down. <laughs> yeah, I just let it go. Cause I'm like, what do you, how, what could you reasonably say? It's going to call like, honestly, it's sometimes, but yeah, I know. And then I had another one. I get these on a weekly basis. I had another one at the beginning of the week. I had um, somebody who was upset because they um, weren't getting a quote from us, but they refused to fill out an application. Oh, okay. Well, we can't give you a quote if you don't give us the information. <laughs> you would need to like us the quote from. Like, can't you just take it over the phone from me? No, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. So, like, we all got these unreasonable yes. requests, and sometimes we like to laugh about them. Sometimes we get really angry about them. But if we take the steps, we assess it, we try to discover why this request is happening, what's the deep-rooted issue, try to break away from that, and then build the awareness and let them know realistically yes how this process is going to work so you know deal with those unreasonable requests with a smile on your face and then laugh when you hang up the phone yes Works for me laugh about it later <laughs> yeah. drink some wine whatever it yes. all works and then I always try to say oh gosh I hope I don't do that somebody, yes. you know right I hope I never become that <laughs> right and if I do I better I better recognize it and apologize or whatever I need For to do sure. get my stuff together. So. Yes, definitely. Oh my gosh. Dana, thanks for taking the time to talk about your unreasonable requests today. You Loved too, hearing them. It was good. Guys, we'd like to hear from you. Podcast at Toscano.com. Please reach out. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you next week. And I'm on the roll.